0: It's Friday, June 16th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, another exciting round of Dick Fart Audio. Plus, Meat Skelton has recorded another LGBTQ anthem, a pro-anorexia adult baby diaper lover with multiple personalities and doing bestiality just to blow off steam. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Great Moments in Parenting. Did he
1: just- Get off the game, go to the bathroom, and take a shit. Now. Hey. Bathroom and shit now. Hey. Go to the bathroom and take a shit. I can smell you. Get uh, off. Hey, go to the bathroom. Get out. Go to the bathroom. I can smell you shitting yourself. Get up and go to the bathroom. Now. No. no. Yeah. Get no. up and go to no. the bathroom. Not yet. What the Go to the bathroom. You're shitting yourself. Not yet. What the heck? Go to the bathroom.
2: You're shitting yourself.
1: Not yet. No. I will rip no. everything no. apart. I swear to God. Go to the bathroom. Not yet. You're no. shitting yourself. Not yet. You're shitting yourself. Poop is coming out of your fucking hey. asshole. No. No. Go to the bathroom. Not yet. What the Go. Not yet. No. Go to the guardian bathroom.
0: It's the distorted view show with Tim Hansen.
1: Why does man have to have such a sweet rectum? Welcome to one eight hundred asshole. I'm a mommy. Your mommy?
0: I'm a mommy. Arrgh. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mister Peanuts? At least I'm not going to die because I'm a careless fairy. Yes. Hey, freaks. Tim back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday program. Have a great one for you today. Gotta say thanks to the freaks in the Discord for reminding me of that clip we played at the top of the show. You know I love featuring live stream freakouts. We originally played that video many many years ago. There's nothing better than a pissed off mom bar into a kid's bedroom and the whole fight being over the fact that she can smell shit coming out of his ass and he refuses to get up and go to the bathroom. That's got to be in like the top three of my favorite live stream freakouts. All right. Listen, uh, I do have a great show for you today. You know, one of my crowning achievements uh, here on the podcast, one of the things I'm most proud of, <laughs> and this is so sad, but I am oddly proud of this. I feel like I introduced the world to a brand new genre of porn, a new fetish. Before me, I I defy you to find someone who was talking about dick farts. Now, one could make the argument that I also popularized uh, dickhole fingering. Scott Taylor, the dickhole guy, was largely forgotten when I played that iconic audio back in 2005. I hesitate to congratulate myself too much over that one because, you know, again, Scott Taylor was around in the 80s fingering it, You know, his dickhole. I just merely rediscovered it, introduced it to a new generation of immoral perverts. Now another argument could be made uh, And by the way, no one is actually making these arguments It's just me I'm looking for validation, credit, and accolades For bringing these disgusting vile sex acts into the spotlight This next one's an even bigger stretch Excuse the pun Gay fisting Yeah, I want to take credit for that too Now, okay, this one is a little different Because there most certainly was a variety of fisting porn Available before the Distorted View Daily podcast But I'm pretty sure I was the first podcast to heavily feature gay fistic porn. And I can say that because, like, you know, Distorted View was one of uh, the very first podcasts. In this case, okay, I will concede, if it wasn't me, it would have been someone else featuring gay porn. It was right there for the taking. The point I'm trying to make is I'm a luminary. A pioneer, a free thinker, an iconoclast. I don't know what a bunch of those words I just said mean, but I think they're all good things. And not enough good things are said about me. So I want to take all those words. What am I talking about? Why am I bringing this all up? Oh, yes, dickhole farts. Several years ago, we found one guy online who was able to uh, produce noise from his urethra. To me, this was like fucking discovering fire or something. It can do that? How? Why? What a powerful force we wield. I knew once one person figured out it could be done, there there would be others, and it has taken some time. Slowly but surely, every couple years, there are more and more videos of dick farting being posted on the various tube sites. Today, I have a few new examples for you. This first video is, uh, yes, multiple dick farts. Uh, this one was posted by Fart Boy 77 Thank God he loves these things. You know, if he was grossed out by farts, he would probably not want to share his gift with the world like this. Anyway, here he is uh, pissing outside, and at the end, a little surprise comes out. I don't like that he's got his dog out and about. He's just sort of walking around, sniffing his shoe, sniffing where he's pissing. You're going to scare the dog with the, uh, the dick fart noise. Whoa! As you can hear, it took a lot out of him. Now, many of you new listeners might be wondering, how? How are people able to achieve dick farting? Well, there are three ways. Natural dick farting, which I don't really think is natural. If you're able to dick fart, I'm pretty sure something is wrong with you. The other ways uh, include uh, inflation. You can blow air into the cock. We've also seen people who smoke meth out of their dick. They seem to be able to produce dick farts as well. Just a couple of routes to go, if you're interested. Here is another dick fart. This is from Adam Jean <laughs> She uh, or he, he, you know, he has an, a normal sized dick, but he's wearing panties that read "sexy ts pump me." I'm assuming TS means transsexual. I don't, I don't really know what he's looking for. I guess he's looking for a transsexual to pump him. <laughs> Whoa, that was like a dick fart spray that turned into a bubbling fart. Spray. Bubble. A bubbling, gurgling fart. The last dick fart I have for you today. (laughs) I have the best job in the world. (laughs) just so funny the things I have to say. The last dick fart I have for you today. Oh god Alright the last dick fart I have for you today Oh this one's great because it really shows you how the sausage is made This dude has a bike tire pump with him in the bathroom And he's going to uh, pump up his penis There he goes So he's able to uh, produce said dick farts Ah. The restroom really provides some nice acoustics. Oh. Now, those farts are happening as he's pumping. I guess too much air is being rushed in, and there's not a good seal. So some of the air is uh, escaping out of his, uh, his penis hole. And, you know, while these are valid dick farts... I feel like if he was competing this wouldn't be allowed. I feel like the bike hose nozzle can't still be attached when the dick farts happen. Otherwise, it's too artificial. Thankfully, later in the video, he does take the, uh, the nozzle out and he, uh, I notice he pinches his dick hole and then kind of releases it. Pee starts to come out and then, in my opinion, the most epic dick fart I've ever heard. That has got to be a new world record! This video is over seven minutes long, so he, uh, he goes back and he pumps several more times. Now, what I've noticed is the second time he shoves that bike pump in his dick hole and starts pumping, there's not a lot of air that escapes, right? He's pumping right now. You can sort of hear a little gurgling. Keeping most of it in, though, and then when he finally does release, oh. oh, that sounds like an upset stomach more than anything. I thought it was going to be a lot louder because he uh, he kept more of the air in. I would love to talk to one of these guys and ask him what does it feel like when air like that is violently expelled from your tiny little dick hole and you could probably feel your dick lips vibrating as the air is whooshing through you know it's it's fascinating stuff anyway there is a dick fart update a new fetish that is ever so slowly inching towards the mainstream let's move on I must say once again, thank you so much to the super sleuths in our Discord. They keep track of Mead uh, far better than I can. Yes, I have a very short Mead skeleton update for you. I, I, I don't think I knew this. I don't think we featured this on the podcast before. But several years ago, Mead recorded a gay pride anthem. I'm not talking about pervert marriage. No, no, this one is specifically about Pride Uh, He recorded it several years ago I think maybe he originally posted it on YouTube And it, uh, you know, got taken down Now it resides solely on Bitchute You know, the home of Galileo 2333 Kid fucker from the future So, you know, uh, Mead's in good company here Anyway, here is Mead's song, LGBTQXYZ Our
3: society is going down
0: few listens before I figured out he was spelling transgender. It's just it's just weird how he breaks it up. I got pedo pretty quick. P-E-D-O because he gets it all in there, all the letters. And then the next line is T R A. I was like, isn't that an airline that went bankrupt? T-R-A? For the record, that was T-W-A You could have went with a three letter name rather than break it up. Three letters and then a bunch of other letters. Let me help meet out here. And call
1: them one by name like P E D O or
0: F A G. And then the next set of letters, there's seven. So it could easily be L E S B I A N, right? Pedo, fag, lesbian. That's the way to go. What does Mead sing here? My name. Like P E D O R T R A N S G E N. Uh, he even spells transgender wrong He can't get that last E in there What a fucking moron And transgender is T-R-A-N-S-G-E-N-D-E-R Not D-R that. One more reason to go with pedo, fag, lesbian Do I have to do everything for you, mead? This is how you write a hit song Our society is going down the And it's quite a shame So we spell out the mentally ill And call them one by name Like P-E-D-O or F-A-G L-E-S-B-I-A-N Oh, I think that our society He's taking over today with militant homosexuality try Do sound good together. We should do some duets. Once again, happy pride from Mead Skelton. Uh l- let's move on. Oh, whoop, whoop, whoop! New U-Tard Alert. Gotta say thanks to I Don't Know in the Discord for this submission. Holy shit, you may have hit the jackpot here. I'm still trying to figure out what we're dealing with here, but let me introduce you to Baby Princess Playground. That sounds like a children's toy, doesn't it? Baby Princess Playground! Baby Princess Playground loves to swing on the swings, build castles in the sandbox, and run and jump on the jungle gym, collect all seven Baby Princess Playground activity sets, you know, whatever. We are most definitely not dealing with something so fun and innocent and sweet. What we have here is an adult baby diaper lover who says she suffers from autism, mental health issues also uh she's got did oh there's a whole system going on in her head there and um she's pro anorexia which is something you you don't see a lot of these days people coming out and saying yeah more people should have eating disorders baby princess playground is just living her best anemia life i had no idea what to expect when i started watching her videos I thought maybe we'd be introduced to some of her altars. Maybe there'd be some thinspo. Instead, in this first clip, we've got Baby Princess Playground talking to her dead mother about her adult baby fetish. And when I say she's talking to her dead mother, she's in a graveyard laying down on her mom's plot. Ta-da! I feel like there's been a lot of tadas today. All warranted. All right, let's take a listen to Baby Princess Playground.
1: I'm wrong, Mommy, please come home. I can't handle this anymore. Where are you?
0: Well, you're laying down next to her gravestone, so I think you've got some idea where she's at. You're ballparking it, but you're close. I need you.
1: You left a broken, special needs, autistic little girl who's 12 named Emmaline, And another girl who's 14 who's Emily.
0: What a unique way to uh, introduce us to her entire system here At all of her altars
1: On am a line. And another girl who's 14 is Emily And we just need our mother, please
0: Did her mom die of embarrassment? One day her heart gave out just trying to explain her daughter
1: well, Let's just get up Or make the dream catchers move in the living room or something
0: I don't have any idea what she's saying there
1: if you like this content, that you know it's depressing. Thumbs it up, please. I'm just struggling as an ABDO girl with autism special needs without my mother.
0: Oh, she's talking to us now, the viewer. I didn't know she uh, finished up with her mom there. I mean, her head is still on the gravestone.
1: And we have mental illness, and we hear voices, and we have alters of dissociative identity, so.
0: It almost sounds like she's bragging.
1: I love you, mom. I miss you, mom. I need you, mom. Please come in the mirror so I can see you. Please move the dream catcher so I can feel you. Please just come home and stay with me, please. If I could just dig you up and take you back, I would. She's
0: got a dream catcher and uh, she wants it to move, and then she'll know that her mom is there. And she also wants her mom to appear in a mirror. Now, I understand wanting a, a dearly departed parent to come back because you miss them so much But I would never in a million years Want a dead parent to appear in a mirror There's no way you're going to share a tender moment I'm going to freak the fuck out if I see her Popping up next to my image in a mirror Tell me freaks When has a dead person appearing in a mirror Ever work out well for the character in the movie? Never! Plus it's accompanied by this Like some sort of like scary horror sting I can't tell, though, if uh, Baby Princess Playground is for real or if she's acting. If she's just cosplaying someone who's grieving. I I mean, she's most certainly lying on a cemetery plot. That's for real. Come
1: back to me, Mama. Please, this isn't real. They put a wax dummy in here. I know you're from coming back to get me from England. You told me you would never leave me. We're supposed to be old together. We were supposed to move to Florida or Texas or England and be old and live in a senior housing together and live
0: together. She's concocted a real Golden Girls-like scenario for herself and her mom in the future there. We'd spend the evenings out on the lanai and share wacky adventures with our elderly roommates. And don't forget all of the cheesecake we'd be eating sitting around the kitchen table. But now we can't because you're dead in the ground. Cause you lied to me. You said we'd be together forever. Here, I mean, this video goes on for seven minutes. It's a lot. I don't
1: know what to do anymore.
0: A lot of this.
1: <laughs>
0: I can't. That sounds like fake crying to me. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, I want you to come back. Show yourself
1: in the mirror. <laughs>
0: Oh, poor little baby (laughs) I wish the camera would pan around I want to see if there's other people in the cemetery You know, they're just bringing flowers to their grandpa's grave And they they see this sight She's also got like a Disney princess backpack Or something on the ground You know, because she's a little baby all right. Well, there you go. That, that's a uh, princess. <laughs> I'm sorry. Baby princess Playground. I can't
1: say this anymore. Don't you?
0: <laughs> She's having a bit of a breakdown at the cemetery. I've got another clip here. This also kind of has to do with her dead mother. She sings a song in tribute to her. Oh, a Utard and a Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee all wrapped into one. That's not as uncommon as you might think. Anyway, what's interesting about this particular video is now we're back at uh, Princess Baby Playground's house, specifically her room. Now, I wouldn't hold it against you if you thought uh, Princess Baby here was fake. This is just an Internet persona to get the likes, get the views, get the clicks, you know. If that's the case, she went through a lot of trouble just to troll because her bedroom is entirely pink with Winnie the Pooh and rainbows. It does look like the bedroom of a baby princess. This song is basically dedicated to um,
1: my mother and to someone I really care about also. The first song I'm singing is dedicated to my mom. The second song you'll be hearing is dedicated to someone I like and care for dearly. Satan. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Of fucking course. There's a low battery smoke alarm every damn time. All right, let's take a listen to her singing. There's like a 0% chance this is going to be good, right?
1: No, I can't forget this evening for your faces, you were leaving.
0: Called it.
1: But I guess just, just the way the story goes.
0: What's funny is she's she's got headphones on. So she's listening to this song as she's singing it, and she's so wildly off key still.
1: Holy smile in your eyes, your sorrow show. You
0: think this is gonna bring your mom back from the dead?
1: Yes it shows. Oh, 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 oh.
0: I think that's enough singing it's interesting uh baby princess playground has a lot of videos on youtube so uh it's gonna take a while to sift through all of this but so far every video i click on you learn something new there's like a little nugget that's fascinating at the beginning of uh, a video titled special needs autistic autism routines baby princess is driving which she should not be allowed to do at that age and she uh, mentions her dog, but listen to her voice, how her voice changes from the beginning, like the first sentence to the second. Oh, I'm kind of a I to fill Rocco's.
1: Baby Roscoe.
0: See, see, she goes from her male voice to her baby voice. I forgot to turn my turn signal on. Everyone say hi to my puppy. Oh, I'm kind of a I to feel- I think I need to get my carburetor checked out. Everyone say hi to the baby Roscoe puppy. All right. I'm definitely following Baby Princess Playground, one of my new favorite people. Uh let's move on. I've been thinking for the past few hours, you know, after I record this podcast tonight, I'm going to get a pizza. I could go for a fucking like deep dish pizza. Well, I'm so glad I ran across this next video before I went ahead and splurged. I learned that uh, what I really am craving is not pizza. Even though my brain and my stomach is telling me, oh, you most definitely want pizza. My body is lying to me. And uh, let's let this next TikToker explain what I really crave. If
2: you are craving
0: baked goods
2: or gluten, gluten doesn't doesn't really sound all too fancy, but like pizza, pasta, breads, croissants, (laughs) you know, any and all of these baked
0: things. Yes, I want all of that, actually. Pasta hadn't even crossed my mind, but yes, I could go for a nice pesto rotini. Boy, do I have some shocking news for you. If you, like me, enjoy croissants and bread in general.
2: You know, any and all of these baked things, all the baked goodness, usually what you're craving is the energy of your father
0: or... I'm sorry, what? I have never once thought I want to eat my daddy. No offense to him, but he does not sound appetizing to me. I mean, cover him with cheese and a nice marinara sauce, I might take a bite. But again, it's not something I actually want. What the fuck is this broad talking about? How can she say this with a straight face? I had to look her up to make sure she was for real. Uh, Again, I I just think everyone's trolling me now. No, surprisingly, it's just that there's that many insane people online. She really thinks if, you, if you're craving bread, what you really want is, uh, you know, papa energy.
2: Usually what you're craving is the energy of your father. Or no. like, and by the way, you can have a terrific, terrific relationship with your father, or you can have a really bad relationship with your father.
0: Either way, you're going to equate him with a quiche.
2: But subconsciously, when you're reaching out for that piece of baguette, you are craving the nurturing of your father or his energies in your life whether he's present or not present, right, there's something about that craving.
0: I'm concerned because lately I've been having cravings for tuna salad pita pockets. What the hell does that mean? I'm afraid it has something to do with my sister.
2: That leads you back to your father. If you're craving dairy, cheeses, you know, I don't know, milks, you're craving...
0: The premenstrual blood of a teenage girl. I'm honestly just taking a stab in the dark there, but I'm going to stick with my gut and uh, say that's my final answer, Regis.
2: You're craving mother uh, very often. Again, there is an exception to every rule, but these are some of the things.
0: Every once in a while, it's just because you want some calcium. Nine times out of ten, though, you want your mommy.
1: Come
2: back to me,
0: mama. Yeah, I don't think there's enough milk in the world to give Princess Baby Playground what she needs. Now, if you're wondering who this fruitcake is, uh, her name is Maria. I think that's how you pronounce it. She spells it all wonky, M-A-R-I-Y-A. She says that she's intuitive, an energy alchemist. And of course, a podcaster, entrepreneur, and author. She's got a lot of thoughts regarding food. What's going to happen
2: to food in fifth dimensional consciousness? Once we fully, fully complete the transition to a fifth dimensional consciousness, what planet Earth is no longer going to be a vibrational match to is violence. Let me restate that.
0: Yeah, I didn't quite get that. My only concern is how the fuck am I gonna eat English muffins when I crave the love of my daddy
2: once Earth transitions to a five-dimensional plane one, okay, you, you already lost
0: me there okay I've completed that I think it, she means like when we become energy beings right when we transcend she basically says we're not gonna eat meat anymore we're not gonna eat other animals we're not even gonna eat plants. So what the fuck are we going to consume? What are we going to eat
2: then? Isn't that a billion dollar question? What do you think is left?
0: Poop, sand, poop and sand. Solar prana in particular. Oh, well, that clears everything up then. What the fuck is solar prana? First of all, piranhas are plants, but I don't think that's what she's saying. She's she's calling it prana, P-R-A-N-A. Solar
2: prana in particular. Not any kind of prana. So the transition, the arc that we're going from is a meat-eating human right now that eventually is going to turn into a solar prana-eating species. That type of eating, that type of food consumption, if you will, is a voluntary, meaning the sun voluntarily shares that with that humanoid species and that humanoid Uh, species is able to absorb that prana with the entirety of their body.
0: I just, I want her to shut up now this lady has so many thoughts about a lot of things like tattoos for instance do you have a tattoo maybe a tramp stamp that says fuck hole with an arrow pointing towards your shitter like me well i've got some news for you my friends that is a portal i'm talking about the tattoo not the asshole
2: tattoo is not a toy it is not a piece of art even it is not a symbol of your rebellious spirit Or it is, but that's not the only thing that it is. It is an energy entity that has its own life. I hate to say it. It has its own consciousness to some degree. It doesn't have a soul that inhabits it, but it has a consciousness. It has a vibration and it will shift your vibrations.
0: I think that's why old people who got those keep on trucking tattoos in the 1970s are so happy. They got some good vibrations going on. Finally, here is Maria talking about today, Friday. Friday. It's the day
2: of Venus.
0: Historically, it has been called the day what? of the goddess. Huh? Friday is a day. I of can't Venus. hear it's you. Your shitty Crystal music is too loud. Why did she even post Friday. this? Ah. <laughs> okay. All right. This video is not good. Besides, everything I need to know about Friday, I already learned from another video.
3: It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Weekend, Friday, Friday, get
2: in town on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Party, party, party.
0: Yeah, I don't know anything about baked goods relating to my father. Sun pranas and tattoo portals, but I do know on Friday, everybody's looking forward to the weekend, everybody gets down on Friday, and everyone is partying, partying on Fridays. Rebecca Black is my spiritual leader. All right, in with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist. Of the fucked
3: up news right now. <laughs>
0: enjoy Distorted View Daily, please consider subscribing to The Sideshow. That's DV's member site, where every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Typically, we do two of those a week on Tuesday and Thursday. This week was no different. So if you're craving more Distorted View Daily, sign up right now. SuperFreakSideshow.com is the address. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. When you sign up, you get a personalized little uh, podcast RSS feed that you can plug into most podcasting apps, Apple Podcasts, Overcast. Podcast Addict, I think, is another one. You can check out uh, SuperFreakSideshow.com for more information on how to get all of that set up. But for an even easier way, if you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can sign up right in those apps. Just a few taps on your mobile phone and you'll get uh, the Sideshow exclusive episodes right alongside the free episodes in your feed. Makes it very easy. Again, if you are a Spotify user or Apple Podcast user, for more information on all the ways to sign up, Go to distortedview.com and, of course, superfreaksideshow.com and learn more. Final way to help support DV, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, we got one from the great state of Pennsylvania, a longtime and award-winning Penn State professor allegedly... Performed sex acts with his dog. Tim Henson, hey! Whoop, whoop! (laughs) Jonathan Nyhouse is interested. Themis Matsukas? I'm probably butchering both of those names. 64 was charged Tuesday after he was allegedly caught earlier this year naked from the waist down. Except, of course, for socks and shoes. I think every 64-year-old man leaves on his socks and shoes when having sex, with animals or otherwise. Anyway, yeah, he was completely naked except for his socks and shoes, and he was caught committing the perverted sex act with his collie near bathrooms at the Roth Rock State Forest in Pennsylvania. Matsukis, who is on leave from the university, was identified through a North Face backpack he was carrying from an incident in April and also May. A serial dog fucker. This wasn't just a one-time indiscretion. He allegedly also tried to record himself performing the lewd acts. It's hard to film yourself while you're fucking. Even if you can get the camera working, it's going to be all shaky and stuff. That's okay, even though he wasn't able to get the footage himself. Luckily, the uh, state park had cameras all over the place. Also, you know, in every way, shape, and form, the way this guy had sex with a dog just screams old person, right? First of all, like I mentioned, he was wearing his socks and shoes. Next, he tried recording the whole thing, but he didn't use a phone. He was trying to use a fucking tablet. He was holding up his iPad, recording himself fucking the dog. Such a boomer move. After Mitsukis was identified as the possible suspect, Rangers from the Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Natural Resources searched his home earlier this month, and he promptly went into a panic. That's according to a complaint. At one point, investigators told him uh, they thought he knew why they were searching his home, leading Matsukis to reply repeatedly, I'm done. I'm dead. I'm done. I'm dead. <laughs> yes, you are. Your career, anyway. The charging documents allege he also begged Rangers to shoot him, <laughs> saying, I need to die, and additionally told investigators, I do it to blow off steam. That's your defense? Masturbate. Get a flashlight. Hire a prostitute. Rent Clifford, the big red dog. Rub one out if you need to do it to an animal. All right. Uh, so they saw a collie in his home. Oh, that matched the dog in the video. How was his asshole looking? Uh, Matsukis was a chemical engineering professor dating back to 1991, receiving at least three teaching awards during his tenure. Themis Matsukis has been relieved of his responsibilities is uh, and is on leave, the school told the newspaper. His attorney didn't have much to add, telling the publication it would be inappropriate to make any comment at this time. Matsukis was charged with open lewdness, indecent exposure, and sexual intercourse with an animal. Really saving the best for last there. Also some misdemeanors and summary charges of cruelty to animals and disorderly conduct. He allegedly has been partaking in the lewd acts in the forest since 2014. Dear God, that's a lot of steam he had to blow off. Among other things, he was blowing off into a dog's anal cavity. Thank you. All right. Uh, second story we have for you to Along Route 57 in Clay, New York, candles and flowers sit in memory. Oh, no. Of 22-year-old Madison Faltisco. Heart balloons are tied to posts. Yikes. One reading. We love you always, Maddie. It's there that investigators say they found Faltisco's body hours after 23-year-old Joshua Cheyano hit her with a blue Hyundai Elantra Thursday night. I always love when they include the make and model of the car, like that's important. Yes, her body was completely mangled thanks to the sturdy, rigid construction of the 1986 Buick Skylark. You see how her head was uh, ripped off completely from the rest of her body? That wouldn't have happened with one of those cheap Japanese subcompacts. No, no, that kind of carnage can only be brought on by American engineering. The county sheriff's office confirms the two were at the gathering lounge prior to the crash. Oh, so they knew each other. So he hit her on purpose. The plot thickens. I bet betcha she uh, didn't want to have sex with him or something like he was hitting on her at the club. And then this is his big revenge. Baltesco didn't want to get in the car with Cheyenne-O because he was drinking Thursday night. See, her hunch was right. He was all over the road hitting pedestrians. That pedestrian just ended up being her. Ironically, this is the one time maybe she should have got in the car with a drunk driver. Maybe she would have lived, you know? Court paperwork obtained by CNY Central, which I guess is a local affiliate, news affiliate or something, shows the 23-year-old is charged with vehicular manslaughter, second-degree vehicular manslaughter, and leaving the scene of a fatal vehicle accident. Investigators believe he hit and killed the 22-year-old with his car along Route 57. Family members say they knew each other, and they were also co-workers. The manager of the restaurant had no comment on Monday. Court documents say Cheyano recklessly caused the death of such other person when he struck that person with the vehicle he was operating while the victim was walking southbound. The felony complaint goes on to say that he had caused to know that personal injury had been caused to the other person, but he kept on driving. Within two minutes of striking the victim, he was involved in another accident where the motor vehicle struck a sign and other items in front of the Salvation Army, yeah. Sounds like he was fucking plastered. The second crash at the Salvation Army happened at around 10.40 p.m. on Thursday night, but investigators didn't find Faltesco's body until just after 5 a.m. Friday morning. That was after a, a man called 911 upon seeing her on the side of the road. What makes this a real distorted view newsworthy item is, you know, she was do- the girl was doing the right thing here. No, I think you've had too many. I'll just walk home. And it's those very words that came back to bite her. I'll just walk home. I'll just walk home. Walk
3: home.
0: Very sad story. Let's try to pick things up here. We got one more news story for the week, and then that's it. So you know, we got to end on a good one here—something positive, life-affirming. You know, the type of news story Distorted View Daily is known for. Well, we got one from the UK here. A doctor has been convicted of a sex offense after adding his semen into a woman's drink. Yeah, I think that's upbeat enough. This story will do just fine. Dr. Nicholas Chapman, 55, from Taunton, put the bodily fluid into a coffee he made for the woman back in September of 2021. What a way to memorialize 9-11, right? In court, he was convicted of attempting to engage in sexual activity without consent. Now, think about this for a second. I'm no uh, advocate for rape, but he would have been charged with the same thing if, you know, he tried to slip a finger in her twat and she got away. Sex activity without consent, right? Instead, he just put a little semen in her latte. (laughs) Shh. Chapman claimed the fluid could have been present due to a medical condition. Oh, I love this. Okay, this is going to be a great defense, all right? Ch- Ch- Chapman said, look, uh, the fluid could have been present due to a medical condition that causes him to ejaculate when going to the toilet. Still, how that jizz found its way into the woman's coffee is a little suspect, right? I think his defense is uh, he didn't wash his hands after taking a piss, Maybe. The jizz, those little guys are sticky. They get on your fingers and it's and it's hard to get off. And then it, you know, transferred onto her coffee mug. Uh, he was acquitted. Oh, you are shitting me. Oh, he was acquitted of a second count of the same offense on Thursday. Okay. So still, he was convicted of uh, one count. Uh, Chapman was granted bail ahead of his sentencing hearing on July 6th. During the trial, the court heard Chapman was accused of adding his semen to drinks, plural. He made the victim on several occasions back in 2021 after becoming suspicious. Why is this coffee taste so funny? The woman kept a sample of one of the drinks. When tested, the coffee was found to contain semen with DNA matching Chapman. He denied the charges, claiming he would routinely ejaculate when going to the toilet due to a medical condition. He claimed the fluid may have uh, ended up in the drink as a result of him not washing his hands after going to the bathroom. Gross. That's what you want to hear from your doctor. Chapman was convicted of one charge relating to a drink he made on uh, the 13th of September of 2021. He was acquitted of uh, the second charge relating to drinks made between September 12th of 2020 and September 12th of 2021. The victim, who cannot be named, told the court in an impact statement, I feel betrayed by him, by his actions. He has made me feel powerless. I also now hate coffee. I'm never going to be able to drink the stuff again. The devious and cowardly nature has shocked me. If this was a physical attack, I may have at least had a chance to defend myself. She continued, I hope in the future I'm able to put all this behind me and move on with my life. Detective Sergeant Rachel Wall of Avon and Somerset Police said, I wish to praise the complainant in the case. She was very brave to report this to police and enable us to carry out a thorough investigation. At least, uh, you know, some sort of justice was served there. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. I love to hear from you freaks And there are many ways to contact the show Show at distortedview.com I'm all over social media At distortedview on Twitter and Instagram Facebook.com slash show. Don't forget we've got a discord Where all the freaks are hanging out there's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Use that as your invite in. All right, let's check in with a few freaks. i uh, got a couple patrons so calling in first. Here and I'm and
2: listening to, like, some of these weirdos that do the the, the voice chanting, whatever, whatever, stupid bullshit, blah, oh, blah, 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 blah. Who <laughs> fucking cares? I don't care. Okay. Um, and I finally figured out why it just annoys me so freaking badly it's because these people believe what they're saying and they think they're actually saying something
0: yeah you can just tell they're talking gibberish you know when, the, when these uh, spiritual people are like I'm going to communicate with light being aliens and then you get another person who's talking to the same light beings and they're going "Shibe, shaka, right there's not a common language there you know, if, if I'm going to greet a French person, I'm going to say, bonjour. I'm not going to, you know, click my tongue seven times and go, right? That's not a language French people will understand. So why are these same light beings talking in different ways? It doesn't make any sense, right? Of course, it's because it's all bullshit. Well, bound,
2: but really, it's just a bunch of gibberish. Yes. And it's, just, it's I, I just... It makes me so angry. They sit there and they, they are, they're talking like toddlers, every one of them. And it just pisses me off. And I hate kids. And this is why it
0: just just <laughs> makes me irrationally angry. I'm right there with you. I hate children and the spiritually enlightened. Equally the same.
3: Hey, Timmy Boo. Um, I've been having trouble getting a job, but I, I took your advice. I'll be putting a decoy Jew on my employment applications from here on out. And we'll uh, see how that your name, yeah. goes for me. Uh, also, you got a voicemail call about the stupid-ass old show Cop Rock, and I guess you played some boring-ass song from that at the end of the show. I just wanted to let you know there is actually one song from that show that is worth listening to, and it's called Baby Merchant, and it's basically an ode to child trafficking hmm. um, you should definitely check that out. Please. I'll
0: try to track that down. Maybe we'll talk about Cop Rock uh, on the program a little more, maybe next week or something.
3: Ah, hey, Jimmy Boo.
1: Hey, Jimmy Boo. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to play our favorite game, Uh-oh. right, Jimmy Boo? Hide the pickle. We're going to play that old-time game. It's called Milky,
3: Milky. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Milky, Milky. Oh, I don't
0: want to play Milky, Milky with you, Granddad. Milky, mm, Milky, Milky. <coughs> I believe that's when Grandpa starts spitting up sperm. I do not like that game.
3: true cool. slideshow member TJ from Chicago. Hey, TJ. Um, recently I was listening to some older shows from uh, 2010. And you probably don't remember this Because your memory is shit Um, But in 2010, in December I'm sorry, my memory is shit But Jesus Christ, that was 13 years ago Give me a break Um, But in 2010, in December You did this contest Called uh, the 12 Days of Distortion And basically it was like You were giving away 12 prizes Or prizes to 12 different people And like, you know, it was doing a bunch of stuff to win the prizes. Like one of them was like a trivia contest. One of them was like promoting the show or whatever. Let me guess. I, uh, I quit that 12 days of distortion halfway through. And, uh, I totally forgotten about this, but one of the prizes you were giving away, uh, was an iPod shuffle. And again, I completely forgot about this, but I was listening back to, uh, the, you know, the shows from that month. And, uh, I actually won the iPod Shuffle. The uh, the way to win it, I guess, was um, to do, like, a creative project. And I uh, basically went on uh, Ventrilo, did some Ventrilo harassment using some distorted view clips to annoy the fuck out of some people playing World of Warcraft. And Back when Ventrilo... Is Ventrilo even a thing I anymore? I guess that was enough to win me an iPod Shuffle. Uh, the thing is, though... Um, I won that iPod Shuffle in December of 2010. It is March 2023, and I have not received okay. my iPod Shuffle. In my defense, you forgot about it, too. Now, I don't know how much an iPod Shuffle costs, but I uh, I think with, uh, with compound interest, 13, 12, 13 years <laughs> worth of compound interest, I think I'm owed at least, I don't know, a lifetime sideshow membership, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just giving you shit mostly. But hey, if you want to give me a lifetime sideshow membership for just for getting to send me out my prize for over twelve fucking years, I'd take it. But you know, no,
0: I'll send you an iPod Shuffle before I'll give you a lifetime membership. <laughs> give me your address; I'll send one off to you. Mostly just to give you shit.
3: I can't uh, believe anyway, that. Well, I'm, I
0: apologize. Move. I don't know what happened there. Did I try to get your information and you didn't provide it? That happens a lot. Someone will win something and then I'll try to contact them And then it doesn't uh, For for some reason I can't get a hold of them Boy isn't that a convenient excuse huh That all being said I was pretty bad about Getting prizes out uh, when I was younger Lately though you know I'm good about Mailing stuff out Doing the Patreon freebies which I will be doing Another one this month You know for our higher I guess it's not really freebies Because you guys are pledging uh, money over there at Patreon But uh, occasionally I will send out Stuff there This time I think we're doing uh Distorted View Beach Towels. Last time it was uh, Distorted View hats, like beanie, you know, like uh, winter caps type thing. And uh, this this year, since it's summertime, we're going to do Distorted View Beach Towels, I think. I'm finalizing that stuff. So in the next uh, week or so, if you are higher tier patrons, you should be getting notification about that. Or, you know, it'll be 10 years down the road and then I'll get emails from people saying, Hey, you promised me a beach towel and I never got it. And I'll make up some shitty excuse like, oh, you must have not provided your address to me or something. It's all your fault. Not mine All right uh, That is all the time We have on this edition Of the show want you guys To email me Show at distortedview.com Distortedview.com Is our official website Voicemail line for you 206-666-4463 That's 206-666 Oh God Is it okay
2: When you're reaching out For that piece of baguette You are craving The nurturing of your father Spread
0: the distortion STD Tell all your friends About the show Don't forget to give us A five star rating A thumbs up Or like wherever You can rate and review podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I'll be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then,
3: bye, everybody.
2: A great Friday,
3: you motherfucker!
2: This has been another excellent
3: podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.